I'm Russ White at the Network Collective, and this is a Network Collective short take. In this short take, I'll be reviewing a research paper called PFATTREE, a multi-channel data center network topology. This paper assumes or looks at two overlapping trends in the data center. The first is the rise of ever faster optical speeds through bundling or bonding of physical ports. Not really ports as you think of them, but subports, and we'll look at that in just a minute. The second is that some operators are moving to chassis devices to reduce cabling cost. Note this is not true of all large scale or hyperscale or even all data center operators. Disaggregation and building backplaneless devices, such as Backpack and the Open19 switch stack, are just as common or more common as using chassis devices. But some large-scale providers are, in fact, using chassis devices in their DC fabrics to reduce cabling cost. Fiber links in the data center are rising in speed very rapidly to look at the first of these two trends uh, in a little more detail. But the CMOS chips needed to serialize and deserialize packets are not growing in speed as quickly as the optical interface capabilities or the switching ASIC capabilities that sit behind these serializing, deserializing CMOS chips. So essentially what you end up with is you end up with very fast optics running into a CMOS chip that it tends to be a bit slower, and then that breaks back out into a very fast set of ASIC devices. So the CMOS is actually acting as a bit of a choke point in this optical fiber situation. The solution to this has been to bundle multiple optics into a single logical interface. This is somewhat similar to link aggregation groups or lags, but at a lower level. It's even kind of different than interface bonding because the interfaces or the independent links are not visible at all, even from a physical layer, to the switching device itself or to the ASIC. Logically, from the perspective of the Phi chip then, the four bundled or two bundled fibers or however many it is, appear to be one link. Some providers are using chassis devices. So if you combine this way of bundling links with the concept of using chassis devices, you end up with a bundled linked connection to a switching ASIC. The switching ASIC is often connected through a cloud fabric across a chassis backplane. Generally, this cloth fabric is a three-airy folded array or a three-stage folded cloth fabric which means there are switching ASICs on either side of the array, and then there's a central spine of switching ASICs providing connectivity between the edge ASICs that are connected to these logical bundled fiber links. Now, what's interesting about this is they often use the same switching ASIC in all three positions in this internal clove fabric. The authors of the paper propose a simple but perhaps a radical idea. Unbundle the fiber connections. Present each fiber within the bundle as a separate layer two logical interface or a physical interface. The ASIC then switches traffic for each fiber as a separate interface. This can eliminate the central spine layer of the switching ASICs in the chassis. Instead of having a clow in the fabric, the fabric can be a single stage interconnect. This reduces the component count in the chassis device, reducing power consumption, reducing heat, all sorts of things. It's a very much simpler design from a physical perspective. There's only one single stage of switching ASICs rather than three stages. So there's no real fabric here. So there's no QoS that has to be implemented, back pressure, scheduling algorithms, things like that. 
The researchers note that each physical connection can be treated as a separate plane in the network. Host A, in this case, is connected to a single link. This link is actually a bundle of four fiber connections. These four fiber connections are split at the phi chips so that they go to four different serializer, deserializer CMOS chips. Each bundle in the link is then sent to a different ASIC for switching. Thus, there is a, an ASIC per plane or an ASIC per color. There are trade-offs with this kind of idea, of course. Each plane can be treated as a separate forwarding domain. This allows a single IP address to represent a host still, even though the host has technically four different links into four different planes. It's much harder or impossible to, lo to load share between these planes effectively, and you're going to have many different control planes interacting during convergence. The planes could also be placed in a single control plane, so it acts like four different links in the case of a four bundle to a single um, host or a single server. In the case of the four links per bundle, this would be a 4x increase in table size. The single IP host address would now be an anycast rather than a unicast, bringing all the problems of anycast to the table as well. Either way, no matter how you work this from a control plane perspective, you have four times the number of links and you have a lot more control plane state. It's just a matter of whether you build multiple control planes to handle that state or shove it all into a single control plane. Furthermore, a network would really need to be built from the ground up to support this kind of PFAT tree. There doesn't seem to be any way on immediate observation to support this in a brownfield deployment. So that's it for this time. Visit us at thenetworkcollective.com for more content that will help you build your cognitive and metacognitive skills as a network engineer. While you're there, check out our membership, which unlocks even more great content, as well as access to an awesome community of network engineers. And remember, you can always find me at rule11.tech. Thanks.